World Talk Radio, bringing the world to you. Be the star you are, the star you are, be the star you are, you are the star. A woman's power hour coming up on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. When women go for it by birthing the elephant, then we'll escape from an era of marriage and we'll be cheerleaders for other gals in Tea for Two, a mother-daughter brew. Stay with me, Cynthia Bryan, your personal growth host, right here. Get empowered now. It's Star Style. In the light that shines, believe in yourself that teens with low self-esteem who feel they don't fit in are more vulnerable to peer pressure, more likely to have depressive reactions, eating disorders, higher rates of alcohol and drug abuse, criminal involvement, suicide attempts, and be involved with risky behaviors. You can help make a difference by sponsoring this radio program, Be The Star You Are. Be The Star You Are promotes positive role models, positive media, and donates positive books to increase literacy. Call 877-944-STAR, S-T-A-R. For more information or visit our website at bethestarur.org. Also, you can make a PayPal donation at www.bethestarur.org. Thank you for helping our youth succeed. On Sound Authors, you can expect the unexpected. Kent Gustafson, Ph.D., author, publisher, professional musician, and now talk radio show host, will not only entertain you, but with new books and guest authors from around the world, will interview talented, independent musicians showcasing their fresh new music. Plan to join Dr. Kent and friends each Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, on World Talk Radio Studio A. Sound Authors, where authors sound off. World Talk Radio, bringing the world to you. Hello, party partners. Welcome to Radio's Hour of Power, a fine hour of talk on star style. Be the star you are. I am your personal growth expert, Cynthia Bryan, and I'm always happy to be here with you to help you pump your energy, love, learn, laugh, listen, and, of course, live your dreams. The Miracle Moment for today is brought to you by Star Style Productions, coaching you to be the star of your own life. For more information on getting a private consultation over the phone or in person, call 925-377-7827 or visit star-style.com. The first Miracle Moment is from William James. The greatest discovery of my life is that a human being can alter his life by altering his attitude. And Lou Vickery adds, four short words sum up what has lifted most successful individuals above the crowd a little bit more. You can do it all and do more than expected with just a little bit more. And that's what we're about today. Our show is dedicated to the sex that makes life happen, women. And in our first segment, Karen Abernell is going to give us a guide to go for it while overcoming the big challenges of launching a business with her book, Birthing the Elephant. And then horror stories of women who fled from abusive Muslim husbands, as well as a dissection of how jihad. Muslims treat women, both Americans, infidels, and their own, with author Cassandra and her books, Escape from a Marriage 
An Arab Marriage, and 33 Secrets Arab Men Never Tell American Women. In T for Two, we're going to get a bit lighter and brighter, as Heather Brittany and I offer ways that women can support other women. Ladies, we're in this boat together, so let's paddle as a team and let's cheer one another on. Our purpose in providing you this radio show is to communicate to you that you already possess everything you need to be the writer, the producer, the star of your own life. We want you to have fun, smile, and, of course, take that risk. Be wild and wacky. We want you to read some great books. I am the author of four bestsellers, Chicken Soup for the Gardener's Soul, Be the Star You Are, Business of Show Business, and Miracle Moments. We have a motto here, to be a reader. You must be a, to be a leader, you must be a reader. We want you to read, lead, and succeed. Well, my husband is always asking me when I am actually going to go get a real job. I mean, you'd think after three decades of being married to the same man and being an entrepreneur, he might understand that a corporate woman I am not. Taking risks and paving my own path is the only road that I want to travel. But what about all of you out there? Are you considering abandoning the 9-to-5 routine and the scheduled paycheck to jump into business for yourself? Well, you don't only need a business plan. You're going to need tips from the new book, Birthing the Elephant, by Karen Abernell and Bruce Freeman. Karen is with us now, and she's going to help jumpstart your startup. So let's talk to the airport, the expert at the at the moment it is Karen. Welcome to be the star you are. Oh, thank you. It's great to be here. I was going to say, Karen, let's talk to the to the expert at the airport, and I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. I'm sure there are plenty of experts at the airport. Here. Well, in the foreword of birthing the elephant, you have a cosmetic guru, Bobby Brown. She writes that. The definition of uh, vision for her is when someone creates something that somebody else wants. So how can we as women design our own destiny so that we too can live an entrepreneurial dream and not just have to work for somebody else? Well, I think, you know, I think the first step is to really uh, decide whether this whole path might be for you. And one of the ways you can do that is reading books like Birthing the Elephant, you know, talking to other people who've taken this step, because it is a big step, making that transition. Most of us, let's face it, are starting out as employees at some point in our lives. You know, we have worked for someone else. And when you make this transition to from employee to entrepreneur, it can really be a big step because you're not just changing your job or changing careers. You're really changing your whole identity. And you really need to think about yourself differently, develop a whole different mindset. And, so, and you know, one of the things that, of course, jumps out right away, and you talk about quite a bit in your book, is the whole money issue. And, yeah. you know, when you are employed somewhere, you can expect a regular paycheck. You may have benefits or may have uh, an employer contributing to benefits. You may get vacation days or paid vacations, et cetera. When you're out on your own, you are the chief uh, bottle washer, so you're going to have to leverage your startup dollars and figure out how it's going to be financially uh, viable for you. Absolutely, and one of the big themes in the book is what we call substituting brains for bucks. 
I love that, too. That is so great. I mean, what a, a great, um, you know, just mantra that is. I've got brains for bucks. I think uh-huh. that's really super because then you're not really into the whole time issue or the hourly thing. You really are giving a value for your brains. Yeah, absolutely. And it was amazing in doing the interviews, Cynthia, for the book, how um, resourceful women are. It's something incredible to see that I think when you do take this step and you do decide to um, kind of design your own destiny and to leap into entrepreneurship, it sort of unleashes this ingenuity in you. And time and again when we were talking to people, interviewing them for the book, we, you know, we saw the creative ways in which women came up with, um, you know, kind of uh, formulas that allowed them to substitute brain brains for bucks that really allow them to launch their business on a, a kind of a shoestring budget, but do it really effectively. And there's really an upside to that as well. I just wanted to say that, you know, a lot of women who do launch in that way are very, they continue to be very creative as they build their businesses. They don't have a lot of debt because they're often not getting loans. They have to, you know, find their dollars and stretch their dollars in different ways. So there really can be a lot of assets to that whole concept. Well, I was very impressed with the variety of businesses that the women chose to create and the reasons they did so. And, for, uh, for example, Patricia Scribner, who launched uh, Patricia, Patricia's Yarns, which is, you know, a yarn shop and, and doing the knitting and all of that, she offered different uh, financial advice that I thought was really great because it, she actually talks about how to be creative and how you spend your money and don't be a pushover and make sure that you do have health benefits if you're not giving them, you know, through your own business that you've got them either through a, a spouse or you're buying your individual because you do need a safety net. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that was one of the great things about the book. We really set out to have women who are out there on the front lines, who've launched themselves, who, you know, are at various stages of their business business really sharing their advice and their tips on, you know, the smart moves to make, just like um, Patricia gave um, some suggestions, and also the pitfalls to avoid, which can really be huge. And there are big ones. Well, you know, I, I really chuckled at Jennifer Lovett Riggs, uh, who created Nota Bene, when she said that her family always said you can eat an elephant one bite at a time. I thought that fits so well with your book. But the bottom line is, is that you, you have to take baby steps. So if you do it bit by bit, it's a cinch, but if you try to do everything at once, you get overwhelmed. Right, and I think that's exactly right, and I think that's one of the messages in the book. We really, The book is really about um, more of the emotional journey that you take, in a way, um, when you launch a business. Most startup guides talk, about, guides talk about what we call the three M's, you know, money, marketing, and management, and all of those are important, but there's really a fourth M, and that's motivation, and that's kind of emotional staying power, and that's really at the heart of surviving a small business startup. And I think that's what the heart of your book is. It mm-hmm. really is how to stay motivated, well, get motivated to first dream the dream and then get the skills and go into action and get a support squad and believe in yourself and all the possibilities. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we call it a what to expect when you're expecting for when you launch. It really takes you step by step and almost holds your hand through the whole launch process. And that's really what we uh, set out to do, to really 
kind of demystify that launch and help people stay motivated and, and get over those obstacles and not let those big problems that are always going to come up when you're trying to do something big. You know, it's inevitable that you're going to hit those roadblocks, but it's all in how you handle them. Well, I was watching um, a show that had the founder of JetBlue on it, and one of the things that he said, and you say this in your book, or, or actually I should say many of the people that you interviewed say this in the book, is you do have to g- get rid of the naysayers and at the same time listen to them. And mm-hmm. one thing that he had said is every time somebody said to him, this is a bad idea, he knew he was onto something. Because if somebody said, oh, if if it could have been done, it would have already been done, then they just never have tried. And you had many of the people in your book, they had lots of naysayers that were like, oh, this is going to be too hard, you'll never be able to do it, or the the money or whatever. And yet they they listened to that women's intuition, Mm -hmm. and they stuck it out. They went for the gold, and they got there. Yeah, exactly, and that, that is one of the most important messages, I think, in the book, that, you know, you are the best expert about the business that you want to start. And, you know, all around us, we know when we try to break out and do something different, we're often going to encounter that kind of negativity. And, and one of the big, you know, messages of the book is that you can push past that, and you need to stay focused, you need to surround yourself um, with people who believe in you. We talk a lot about building a support system for success, which is really huge when you're launching, um, and just all the different ways in which you can keep yourself motivated and on track and, and handle, you know, not only the voices outside that are those naysaying voices, but even those little voices inside that well, sometimes and we have, question We all have them. so many. Yes. You also have many different um, ideas from performance coach Rob Gilbert, and one of the the things that I thought that he said that was really powerful because I know it's the way that I've lived my life and I always coach people with these words and it's they're critical. Act as if mm-hmm. because actions change your attitudes and motions change your emotions and movements change your moods. So if you act as if you are already in charge, you'll be in charge a lot sooner than if you feel insecure about it. Yeah, absolutely. That was one of the things we also tried to do in the book to get really expert advice from people who are resiliency experts, and Rob, who's a peak performance coach, you know, people who come from different fields but really have a lot to share about, um, you know, the positive aspects of launching a business. And that act as if is a very, it's a really powerful concept. Well, I like the way, very much I like the way your book is laid out, too, because after every chapter you have quick tips, and then you have brains for bucks action steps so that you can literally go down go down these steps and see where you are ranking and what you really need to to improve on and it's so it's a very good guidebook to keep you focused and on track oh well thank you so much we really um we had a lot of fun writing it we had wonderful wonderful interviews and and we really set out to make it as practical and as helpful as we could and Put, build in a lot of information and those action steps and anything we could think of that we thought would really be supportive of that launch cycle because it's a very intense time and you're go- going through a lot, not just logistically and launching the business, but emotionally and hand- 
handling the ups and downs and dealing with the fears and the uncertainties and the financial anxieties and the image anxiety. You know, you've changed. Sometimes you've gone from a job where you have a big title and a lot of support to chasing the FedEx truck on your own, you know, and right. it's, it's a lot. Well, that handle. was the other one I laughed a lot at the, at the woman who started the Cottage Inn, and she said she would have these fantasies that she'd be in this cute little outfit right. waving to the postman <laughs> saying good morning, and usually she was up with some blower and smattered with paint or something. She goes, it never happened. It was always a fantasy. And then she also realized that for her, it wasn't the financial uh, motivation that kept her going. It was really she wanted to have a more balanced life and give her son a really good home life by creating this. So I like that in Birthing the Elephant when you're talking to women to overcome their challenges of launching a business, you're also saying, hey, it's the money, the money, if you have to decide what it is that you're going for. Is it that you want to make a million dollars? You want to change the world? You just want a more balanced life? You want to spend more time at home? What is it? So we really got to be clear on why we want to launch a business. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many reasons why women, you know, women um, do make that move, and not all of them are about money. You know, money's a big issue, but often for women, it's interesting. It ranks sort of third or fourth. It's really about flexibility. It's about fulfillment. It's about you know balancing these issues and family. So um, there are many, many reasons why women launch, but it is really important to have a clear idea of what your, you know, what your real driver is, because that's going to be your passion. That's going to help you. That's kind of the fuel that keeps you going when it does get tough. So you really need to be in touch, I think, very clearly with um, with what that driver is. And we have to know it will get tough. Yeah, it will get tough. There's no way around it. I mean, there are really no free rides and no free lunches. You are going to go through the mud and the muck, no matter what your support, no matter how much money. And that was a really good tip, too, is that, you know, we're, we're very fearful of having too little money, but sometimes too much venture capital or too much infusion causes us to make big mistakes because we're if we're not keeping on a budget you know and you chronicled people that were spending two thousand here five thousand there and pretty soon their their two hundred thousand is gone right that was one of the most fascinating things where where some people were saying you know it's not just on the it was the flip side of having too little having too much creates its own problems well and you know that's a side karen that i had not thought about till i read it in your book Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I always feel that, you know, it's like, gee, you could always use more. You just have to mm-hmm. learn to spend it. But I didn't really, I could see how if you got a big infusion, you would be more apt to buy the new equipment or get right. the fancier office or make the big impression, which is something time and time again that both your experts and the people, the women who launched and both you and Bruce talk about, is it's not about all the exterior trappings. It's not about having the latest, you know, computer, fax machine, phone, fancy furniture, or clothes. It's really about the service that you're going to provide. That's really what the clients care about. Absolutely, and that's a great, you know, I think that's one of the messages we really wanted to convey because image anxiety is a big issue when you're just starting. You want to seem big. You want to have all the bells and whistles on your website. You want to have the fancy brochure. But those are not necessarily the things that lead to business success. You know, it's really service and quality and, you know, coming through for your clients. Those are really the qualities that will contribute to your success. The other things come afterwards, but they don't necessarily create that success. 
Well, in fact, you really embrace the idea of just create a one- or two-page website. Get something up there, make it simple and clean, just so that you have a presence. Mm -hmm. Because there are so many other pitfalls, and you, you have all these quick tips, and you have the pitfalls about... You know, take off the, ro the rose-colored glasses and make sure to have a support team. Find the advisors you need and don't confuse your networking with selling, which is something that you know, we often do, we, that we want to go someplace and sell. Mm -hmm. And, of course, burnout is big. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people. very quickly. Uh, I want to get your website so that we can send people to your website. Is it www.aceyourstartup.com? Um, actually, the best website for the book is just www, just the name of the book, birthingtheelephant.com. And okay. you can go well, find out more. Well, the name of the book is Birthing the Elephant, the Woman's Go-For-It Guide to Overcoming the Big Challenges of Launching a Business. It is a terrific book for anyone who is looking to be an entrepreneur. And basically, even if we're working for other people, we're all in business for ourselves. So go get it. Karen, thank you so much for being a guest on Star Style. Oh, Even thank you, you so are. much. I really enjoyed it. I really hope that more women will birth their elephant. You're oh, me to too. Right on Star Style, Be the Star You Are. When we come back, we are going to an Arab marriage. More to come. <laughs> 